So today we got Shinjini Das on the podcast and she's a go-getter and she motivates go-getters and um, she also has a media company for go-getters as well. So welcome on the show. Thank you, Andy. I'm so happy to be here. Yes, we are go-getters for sure. Real quick. Um, so I know you're big on female empowerment, um, mm -hmm. but what do you have to say for the guys? Cause I went through a lot of like, you know, like the male version of a lot of like issues and stuff, you know, with like, um, just kind of, you know, things like not being able to express my feelings and just, you know, like a lot of that stuff. Right. You know, so what do you have to say for the guys? Yeah, it's so funny. Uh, and you, you sort of led with this question, uh, Andy, because I also thought that, you know, I am female empowerment centric, but guess who the majority of my digital audience is. No way. No yeah. way. Guys. Guys? No way. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So wow. I have actually been overwhelmed uh, with the demand and the request for content specifically geared to males, because I realize that you guys are facing very unique issues in your own lives. A lot of it is because of the stereotypes yes, yes. You know, that we put on you and everything. So yeah, like it's every, anytime I'll say something, you know, about women, the guy immediately DMs me going, what about me? What about, what about me? me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really like, it, I'm, it's, I'm, I'm caught off guard. You know, because I've created it like for women and okay, women should be go-getters, yeah. women. So I have a lot to say. I mean, I, I do think that empowering men empowers women. I do think that. Yes. Yeah. I also think empowering women empowers men yes. because this woman who's in her spirit, you know, she's strong, she's confident, she's a go-getter. I think inspires a man to also be the same, you know, whether or not the man is heterosexual or not, uh, just, just from a, you know, inspiration point of view, not a, not a romantic point of view. So uh, look, I think empowerment for any gender is going to benefit other genders. Do you agree with the statement of like, um, I think it was like Jordan Peterson that said it, or well, a lot of people say it, but like, what was it like? It's, like, it's not like dangerous men or, or like uh, unhealthy or a confident man. It's like, hold on. It's like, it's like, uh, do, do you have any idea what I'm talking about? They're like, okay, like um, a, a person, a man who is actually strong is actually less dangerous or a, a, a weak man is actually more dangerous. Like that type of, you know, like aggressive, man, you know. But do you, I feel like that's kind of true. <laughs> Okay, 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 so, you, okay, 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 I know I'm being very confusing right now, I'm just organizing my thoughts, but, like, you know, like, Jordan, okay, so he was saying how a man who is strong is actually a safer man right. versus a man who is maybe not as strong internally, they're actually more dangerous, hmm. quote. Well, and I think that's the thing, Andy, that there's this conversation around like what strength means and, and you don't have to be strong all the time and stuff like that. So I will say, I think when you and I are talking about strength, we're almost talking about like mental strength. We're talking about yeah. the ability to be resilient and et cetera, because I think a lot of guys struggle with this thing of I can't cry because I'm yeah. so strong. I don't think that's what we're saying. I think what we're saying is, you know, a go-getter, someone who's going and getting their goals, you know, he is he knows who he is. He has self-awareness. Mm. Like he has 
knowledge of who he is, you know, so he's not afraid to cry, you know, he's not afraid to uh, give up, you know, because he knows that if it's not working, he has to almost just move on, you know, so I think because sometimes guys get really thinking like, oh, you know, I, I have to be really strong, I can't cry. I don't think that's what we're saying. I think what we're saying is you have to be strong inside out, yeah. you know? Yeah. Well, I brought that up because I know I'm very young, but like I've been through a lot of um, just masculine mis- misperceptions, maybe. Yeah. I just know that I've heard a few people who I really care about okay. that um, based on my past paradigms you know believing that okay showing showing emotion and then, and i don't mean like crying or whatever but just just you know just kind of being able to let your the people let let the people you know that you care about them or just being able to express yourself fully and so um anyways actually honestly to me that's actually the key like as far as like okay like male and female when we talk about okay like empower men or or men or women like i think it just even just comes down to it just empowering the individual right it just really comes down to not even men and women it's just kind of for me it's like allowing the person to actually just be able to fully express themselves yes. uh to you know to a to, uh to fully express their souls even yes 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 100 percent. 100%. I agree. I agree. You're right. Okay. It's not about gender. It's not about gender. You know, okay. it's about uh, your soul. And I, I think I read somewhere your soul has no gender. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Like, like uh, from, so from my spiritual teachings perspective, yes. Yes. Uh, like your higher self, for example, just like higher energy, for example, yeah. does not see gender like yes. as the way we do for sure. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So it really, you're right. It's about getting to that place of unapologetic self-expression, you know, which uh, honestly, it's so, it's so amazing. You're saying this because uh, guess what the number one thing that guys tell me is go getters, my men uh, that do you, do you, do you, can you guess what their biggest struggle is? Um, as a go getter or as a what? Like guy, just as a guy who's going guy. to get his goals um a few things uh, i will uh, have uh guesses um number one might be like uh, i can't i'm too um, i'm not confident self my self-esteem is not high enough to put myself out there like to right. express myself um i don't know like i can't express myself uh i don't want to appear feminine that's my best guess you're close <laughs> it's basically that i am unable to express myself fully like, so they'll tell me that I see your posts, I see your pictures, I see this. You're so unapologetically confident. Yeah, that used to be me though. Like, that's what I'm saying. I want to use myself as an example, as a young man who has, you know, gone through like, yeah. just kind of like, you know, the negative perceptions of yes, things and yes. just like to be who I am now, you know, yeah. like that was a huge shift. And even to this day, I still have questions about like masculinity, like, Am I, mm-hmm. now that I'm just so much more, you know, like friendly to everyone and just so much more open and just kind of my, just vulnerable, am I coming across as feminine? Am I coming across as um, weak or soft? These things come up every day because, yeah. you know, in high school, you know, everything is all about being hard. Everything is about being aggressive. Yeah. Everything is about being, and I, I, that's still such a big thing to, work through um but even you know but so even for me like being open my uh even 
I feel like I I lead some a little bit of a movement of you know like being more divinely masculine or whatever like just being able no, to totally. But, well, and but, you notice, Andy, that yeah. most, most, every person, every human being, Andy, has a masculine side. Yes, yes. Feminine energy, yes. so masculine energy. Okay. Feminine energy. It is healthy to have both. Mm-hmm. It is unhealthy to have only one and not the other. It is unhealthy, right? Because, uh, and I fall into this uh, every day, you know, is that sometimes I'm so... Uh, going and getting, right? Go get this, go get this, go get this. Then I'm exhausted, you know, because I'm not just sitting there and, and in my feelings and feeling good about myself, feeling, there's no feeling, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then if I'm always just feeling or, or just, you know, mm-hmm. like thinking, then I'm like, oh, I have, to, I have to go get a goal. I have to, I have to move, it's action, yeah, you know? Yeah. So it's every day, it's about calibrating that balance. Okay. You know, okay. that you can be very, you know, aggressive and going and getting. And then you got to back down. You got to cook. You got to just get into your zone, you know, because it's not about chasing all the time. And you see that, Andy, I always tweet this, that you have to stop, stop chasing and you have to start attracting. Oh, damn. Okay. Now we're talking. Yeah. Now we're really talking yeah. because that's it's all. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. That's because, okay, I don't know. So, okay, let's, let's kind of like switch up the subject real quick. What is your spiritual type of, I don't know what to call it. Like, what do you resonate with? Because this is a very, very, very spiritual podcast as far as like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I think some of the things that maybe just, I believe in some of the podcasts um, mm-hmm. believe is that, well, I believe like we're all energetic beings. Yes. Like, so basically, like we're operating from a soul consciousness level versus a right. body level. But right. are you into that type of stuff at all? Like, I'm not. Totally. You totally. Are, 100%. You are. 100%. Interesting. Yes. yes. Well, because I, I, I've always been uh, sort of uh, at a higher level. I believe I function at a higher level. And it's not just, I'm saying that I think I'm, you know, very smart and I think I know, I'm smarter than. It's not like that, but it's just. Yeah. I, I love that, you know, and, and I'm Hindu and you know that Hinduism has a huge spirituality component, you know, and it's because we believe in, like you said, energetic bodies and karma and dharma and, you know, your, your, your past, your past lives, you know? So yeah, no, hundred percent. I, I'm, I fully believe in it. I, I love it. I love spirituality because basically it, it shows me that, I don't have to chase, you know, I'm already here. I'm, I'm an, I'm attracting the energy that I want to myself. And oh, by the way, I believe that I'm worthy and I believe that I'm, you know, able to attract what I want to attract. So what I have to say about that is one of the, one of the principles I teach is, um, so it's all Abraham Hicks stuff. So it's all energetic based, but before this podcast we talked about um like you know in the past i wasn't right able to do write courses write books but now you know like all this thing all these courses and stuff are flying out of me um but the the shift i made was not a productivity shift it was literally an energetic shift so what everything that we talked about this is how i make everything practical i make everything practical like for example one-on-one with my clients is i help them achieve happiness because i believe that when you're happy you raise your vibration and when yes. you raise your vibration, you are in receiving mode. So for yes. me, so that was my biggest thing is 
in the past, it wasn't like I wasn't, I was procrastinating because I wasn't thinking about being productive. It was because I was struggling really hard. I was struggling. I was trying, I was overanalyzing, but the moment that I started to raise my vibration and just really Mm -hmm. prioritize my happiness, once I became happy for the first time in my life, I became effortlessly productive. Like everything that I do now, like is effortless. I don't plan. I actually don't plan anything or anything. Everything is divinely inspired. Yes. 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 Also, I I think you uh, already talked about this, Andy, but um, let's, let's, let's bring in this idea of self-confidence, you know, because I I think when you're like, so chasing, you know, so much, chase, 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 this, I think, and by the way, I was there, you know, when I, like, I write this in my book, I write this in my memoir 26, that before I became a go-getter, Andy, I was chasing a lot. I was chasing goals. I was chasing people. I was chasing opportunities. And a lot of that, Andy, is because I felt that as an immigrant, as a young person of color, especially in America, I had to chase to get what yes. I Holy right? Also, right, I we're mean, coming from immigrant families, right, that tell us that we're generally not worth a whole lot, you know, and, and we have to chase and we have to prove ourselves, etc. So I think for me personally, the shift came when I became a go-getter, right, in 2014. I was a commencement speaker at Georgia Tech. I worked at Deloitte. I worked at another digital marketing firm. I said, I deserve more than this. You know, I am, I am deserving of more than this. And you're right. That's when my energy vibrations changed. That's when my um, self-love changed. You know, that's when I realized that I don't have to chase anymore. I don't, I don't have to chase anymore. And so for me, uh, I, I really have let that go. And you're right today, because uh, before, especially in the media, when I started a media company, I don't have any connections in the media, Andy, zero. You know, so in the beginning, I was so insecure that I would be booked for a television uh, interview and I was scared that they're going to cancel it because they don't know me. You know, it's like, whatever, it doesn't matter, you know. But then I realized that they don't know me, but my content is really good. And so if they cancel me, they're not even going to get my content, you know. And so today, the vibration that I operate with is you need me, I don't need you. Wow. You know, and I think that has been a game changer because it has led people to start chasing me, you know, in the media as well as because the media is a very not inclusive place. You know, a lot of people, they, they just don't care. They just don't care. Okay. You know, about you, about Asian, about black, yeah. about Latina, they just don't care. Yeah. You know, and yeah. if you bring up the idea of inequality or there's just not a whole lot of women here. They'll say, oh, well, women um, are not qualified. But I can personally find women who are qualified today. And the answer is that you just didn't try hard enough. You know, there are so many people, Andy, who told me that like podcasters, everything, they're, all, they're all white. In my just last week, I have spent time with a black podcaster, Asian guy, Indian guy. Other, like, you have to look for it. You know, so if you don't attract that kind of energy of diversity of this, of that, then you're just going to say it doesn't exist, but it's not that it doesn't exist. It's that you're not attracting it. That's the problem. If, if we take it a step further, I teach that we're always attracting something. So if you're not attracting 
the, the law of attraction is not it doesn't just work sometimes it's always working so for me yeah. um from a very very spiritual energetic standpoint um the first thing i do for people is i help them achieve happiness but i help them quiet their mind first and then i teach them like other techniques to go beyond that but for you what was it for you that helped you um because for me the biggest thing is dealing with your mind quieting your mind or going or practicing appreciation or whatever but just really entering yeah. a good state with with your your mind and i believe that your external reality will directly reflect that so yeah. we can directly change our reality by directly changing our um vibration our thoughts whatever you want to call it but for you what were what was life like for you maybe before kind of empowering yourself mentally as far as like do you, were you struggling with a lot of negative thoughts and how uh, what are some practical ways that, that what are some practical things that you did to kind of get to where you are now emotionally yeah yeah no definitely i think negative thoughts um i think there was a little bit of that that i'm i'm am i smart enough to make it you know because i've been through the most rigorous academic background like imaginable right all throughout high school got a full ride to georgia tech which is top one right uh graduated with honors commencement speaker two top quality consulting internships like everything was the highest level you know vanderbilt i had a full ride merit scholarship like really really good stuff so i think the negative thought was uh, am i on my own capable enough to to do that you know am i capable enough to get scholarships am i capable enough to um not even make it to college but make it to you know my dream college to graduate like am i am i smart enough i i think you could say that i think you could say that that, that was a negative thought that am i smart enough i think even having that thought is a negative thought you know because like today andy i don't even question that yeah. i know i'm so smart i know i'm so capable but i think before it was sort of am i smart enough good enough i don't think i ever felt that i had i that was my, i struggled with that as someone coming from immigrant family and yeah, yeah. um and everything definitely and i just want to say back to confidence i don't talk about confidence as much because I gained I I used to be extremely shy, extremely extremely shy. You can't get shyer than me. I have a whole story on that. And I became super confident through psychology, yeah. but I no longer I no longer teach psychology. I feel like yeah. the spiritual stuff I teach goes beyond that, so I don't teach yeah. it no more. But I would like to say the big one of the biggest shift for me and there was a lot of things that I, I did to shift my confidence uh to go from, you know, shaking, you know, when I see see a person to be able to, you know, like talk in front of stages now, you know, like and or just socially or socially right and I was yeah thank you but really if you are struggling with confidence not i feel like 99% of the time you're also struggling with your self talk and your thoughts yes. struggling with your thoughts it, because yes. your thoughts always need to feed and focus on something and so for me it was my internal story so i was feeding the story of i'm not good enough blah 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 um but I slowly I had to slowly start to adjust that story. So what I did was I literally had a a a PDF document that I would type in and I would slowly start to change my inner story. So what I would do is I would I would write down every compliment for example anyone has ever given me. So that was a nice reminder and I also started to write down all of my improvements at the time. So at first I will, I, I was too shy So basically in school for example I was too shy I was shake I was sweat around like any like for example girl or any like yeah. popular you know guy people or whatever right 
And um, I had to work my way up my confidence because you're not, com- you're not unconfident in all areas of your life. But for example, mm-hmm. someone can be very good at taking tests, but they're not confident socially. So for right. me, most of, it, most of it was my confidence socially and whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, I started to change my self-talk by approaching old ladies first. I would talk to an old lady, just approach her. Like at Walmart or like I, I worked at my dad's restaurant and, you know, there's a lot of like customers who want to talk to me about too shy, but I started talking, right? I would just, you know, mm-hmm. Hey, you know, whatever. Hey, hi, whatever. Eventually I could start talking to moms and, you know, as I'm making progress, I'm literally entering in my journal. I'm literally changing my internal story, like yeah. slowly at the time. Like, mm-hmm. so instead of, so now instead of me focusing on like, Oh, I'm so shy. And I'm thinking about that all the time. Now I'm thinking about, improvements all i'm thinking about is improvements but and so my next so i was able to talk to moms and finally a month later right so in the same class that there was a girl next to me that was just sweat because you know she was kind of attractive like i wasn't in love with her or anything but she was somewhat so i remember this is like three months three four months of me working on myself and i remember one day we were take we we just got done taking this history test and she sits next to me and we switched papers you know to grade each other's papers and i remember in my head thinking, okay, when I give my paper back to her, this is the test. Um, this is the test. I'm going to try to talk to her, try to spark up a quick conversation. And if I could spark up a conversation, I know that all this confidence that I've been working on for the past three, four months has mm-hmm. been working. So mm-hmm. we switched papers and I'm like, my heart is beating. And finally, it was time to switch papers back. And finally, I'm like, uh, um, how, how did you feel about the test or whatever, right? So once I like did that and... Mm-hmm. A week later, I had to get removed from her because we would talk too much. Like, so, so, and it went above and beyond, beyond that. Mm-hmm. But it's all about like kind of where's your self, self-talk now? And right. slowly, gradually for me, yeah. it's gradually shifting yeah. that self-talk and there's a lot of techniques, right. blah, blah, blah. 100%. Sorry. Guys. But I think you are a manifestation of this, Andy, that when you do that, anything is possible for you. Anything. Like yeah. you can do anything. You can send vibrations to anyone you can connect with anyone you can do anything like it's so magical it's probably the closest thing to magic yeah i mean isn't it um, don't, don't, do you think so do you, don't you think i'm so? just the world that i live in this is normal like magic is normal so yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know it's just and so for you too i'm sure so yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know yeah. and so that's interesting because you said, you know, because when you say like go get her, right? I'm thinking, okay, chase, right? Not attract. So you're talking about. So it's about action. Yes, it's about yes. Action. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, here's the thing like, if you, I don't discriminate. So if you read Go Getter as I gotta go get a goal, and you say, oh, I have to chase that goal, I'll say, okay, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, go, go chase that goal. There are others who are reading it and saying, oh, I have to attract the goal to me. Like, okay, great. Like, I'm okay. not going to like, come in and say this is the definition. But what I will say, and this is what you see across all my content, that are you taking action to achieve your goal? That is all I care about. You know, so you are a manifestation of that. And, and it's so interesting. And, and I think it's very divine that you told me this because I'm coming across so many go-getters who are really struggling with their self-talk, their self-image, their self this, but they don't want to do anything about it, you know? And wow. so what I'm getting so sad about is that you're not happy with this situation. Ask yourself, what are you going to do 
to go get your next level. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so I think you are a real manifestation of what I'm teaching, which is that you actually took action to go from zero to hero, right? And so I think for me, here's the thing. There are people, Andy, who follow me who will never be able to attract because they are so wired to chase, you know, they are everything, very high achieving doctors, lawyers, engineers, they're, they're chasers by blood, they're chasers. So if they see my content and then they'll say, Oh, I have to go get a goal. Let me chase that. I don't have anything wrong with that. Like I'm, I'm not gonna, cause I, I can't change who they are. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But if someone else sees it and goes, Oh, I can upgrade myself, I can change my vibrations, and I can attract the goal yes, to me. Yes. That's beautiful too. Mm -hmm. So I'm almost seeing it as there are a couple of different strategies uh, to, to achieve what I'm teaching, right? But at the same time, I firmly believe that uh, you should not chase people. So if you notice, I'll say chase goals, not people, you know, because I, I do not believe in chasing people at all. Uh, at all you know mm -hmm. so if you want to chase a goal do it obviously right now who i am uh, because i'm a spiritual person probably i would not do that like i'm, I'm going to try to attract you to me try to you know um again like you said align my vibrations to their vibrations and and, and create a community around yes, my big, vision and goal but i also understand that there are many people who are not spiritual you know, so I can't expect everyone to follow my method, you know. So I think what everyone is agreeing with, though, is that they do want to achieve their goal. So if they want to achieve their goal, basically, I'm just giving them a couple of different options to do that. So you know? how can someone come up to you and say, I, okay, I want to achieve a goal and you help yeah. them in the sense of like, okay, achieving a goal is very like uh, general, you know, right. so what... You know, so when people do that, like say that, yeah. like, okay, how, what does that mean? And how does that look like? Yeah, that's a good question. Honestly, what I do is I truly believe, Andy, and that's, I think, why we're similar. I truly see myself as a coach. I don't see myself as, a, I'm going to do your homework for you. I don't see it as, a, oh, you want to achieve this goal? I'll do it with you. I never say that. Okay. Because my purpose is okay. not to live your life. It's not... You know, so I think where I come in is I come in with the motivation that they need to actually make the steps to go get their goals, right? And then I also come in with this idea that do you have an action plan? You know, which is why I'm saying like oh, everybody who DMs me and says that I don't have confidence or they'll say, I wish I had more confidence, right? And so what I message them back, I'll say, well, a go-getter would have an action plan. Right. So do you have, uh, do you have an action plan? Do you have notes? Do you, I mean, like, what are you doing right now to increase your confidence? Mm -hmm. Right. And what I find is that my go-getters are struggling mm -hmm. because they have a goal. They want to go get that goal, mm -hmm. but they don't know what to do now. Yeah. Right. And what I do typically is I advise them on how to create an action plan, mm -hmm. right? I will advise them on, um, their own personal qualities that they need to keep in mind. So for example, if you uh, have ADD, Andy, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you cannot sit down for extended periods of time. Mm -hmm. 
So if on your path to accomplishing your goals, you say, I have to study for 20 hours a day, that may not be possible for you. So I think what I also do is come to you and say, hey, do you know who you are? Because you're not going to be able to work this way. So let's try to customize a Mm, plan. mm, mm. You see what I'm saying? So I think I'm really good at that because I have had to figure that out myself. Mm. So for me, it was like, I love speaking. I'm a competitive speaker. I'm an engineer. Uh, I definitely love creating content. But how do I do all of that? Right. And it was, oh, I have to create a media company. I become the face of it. I'm a brand. I'm a this. So I have a lot of experience fitting reality to me. You see what I'm saying? Versus like changing who I am and hating everything and then fitting into reality. Right. So I think people who follow me do the second. Like they'll message me saying, Shinini, like I changed myself from my boyfriend. uh, and, And then now he broke up with me and now I hate myself. So what I'll go back to them and say is, hey, a go-getter, first of all, would never change who they are. A go-getter would make your reality match you. You see what I'm saying? So how... Mm-hmm. I, basically, long story short, Andy, I do a lot of questioning. Yes. Lot- yeah. Mm-hmm. Because cause the thing is, and, and, and here's what I don't want to happen. Mm-hmm. What I don't want to happen is, Shinjini, I'm having this problem. Can you please fix it for me? Yeah, no. I'm not a therapist. No. No. I'm not, I'm not even paid to solve your problems. Mm-hmm. Right. So what I want to do, and, and this is my, like, this is my dream, Andy, is mm-hmm. I want to give you the tools to mm-hmm. solve your problems mm-hmm. yourself, mm-hmm. like how a go-getter would solve your problems. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. every time people are like, wow, I suck. I'm so ugly. I'm so fat. Mm-hmm. Like, I want you to read my articles. I want you to watch my videos. Once we have my own media platform, Mm-hmm. I want you to um, look at my webinars and say, oh, uh, I'm a go-getter. Go-getters don't talk to themselves that way. Go-getters don't call themselves fat and ugly and um, undesirable, right? Mm-hmm. So the first thing I have to do is I have to shift how I'm talking to myself with high positive language, right? Empowerment. Yes, okay? yes. And I have to do that because I'm a go-getter, mm-hmm. right? And then I create my action plan and then I create, I you know what I mean? I love it. I, giving my audience and go-getters templates Mm. to heal their lives Mm. themselves because what I want them to do and I hear this all the time Andy they're like using your everything principles thought etc etc like I I went and got another job and then here I am going that's amazing I love it right and what I love is that they did it themselves I didn't do it for them I didn't call the recruiter right I didn't message the recruiter like one girl she told me she's like i'm always scared to um ask for things myself and she's like can you please connect me to this person uh, and oh, i just want to do something with her etc cetera, etc cetera. and i told her i said hey um i don't have time to keep like connecting people and, and talking to them etc so if you want to be a go-getter you're going to go get this connection yourself here's her email address if you really want it you're going to send her the first email and she did she sent her the first email and she messaged me the other day. She said, um, thank you so much. Like we got connected. Everything's great. And I was like, see, cause before Andy, what I was doing yeah. was I was doing the work for them. So yeah. it was like, can you please connect us? And then I was like, Oh God, I have to send wow. another email. Really? People sending another email like reaching out to them. And then, then I was yeah. like, they're not winning like this. No. Like if no. other people do the work for them, they're not winning. You see what I'm saying? 
So this girl was very scared of making the first move mm -hmm. and in front of me yeah. with my motivation, she yeah. sent this other girl the first email mm, okay. and got it done herself. And for me, that's huge because if I'm saying that I want to make women confident, I want to make women empowered, then you have to let them do it themselves. You cannot do it for them. You can't do it for them. So I'm really excited about this, a new way for me to think because uh, also I don't have time. You know, if I'm going to send everybody an email, I'm going to follow up with everyone. I really don't have time. So I think it's beautiful that I'm giving them the motivation. I'm giving them the templates. I'm giving them the tools. And then they're actually going and getting their goals themselves. So I, lo I love that in so many ways because like with that, it doesn't, so it's not like, oh, I have, I have a divorce issue or whatever and help me with my divorce issue. Like, so this applies to a lot of things like your processes. Yeah. Right. And so yeah. what I love about, I guess this conversation is so I very much resonate with what you're saying about mm -hmm. um, go getter. And my thing is like, I want, I help people become go getters um, in terms of their thoughts. So, mm -hmm. so, you know, um, for my clients, you know, they come up to me and they tell me things like, you know, whatever they're struggling with, um, and, oh man, I lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. But so, um, dang, I don't know why I lost my train of thought. Oh yeah. So, right, so right, they come yeah. up to me, they come up to me, they're struggling with their thoughts, mm -hmm. right. their mind or whatever. So yeah, I help them become go-getters. I help yeah. by directly helping them realize, okay, they're learning all this stuff, but not, they're not really directly uh, uh, applying these things. For example, yeah. tools, easy tools, meditation, mm -hmm. appreciation, mm -hmm. practicing presence and mindfulness. Mm -hmm. um, obviously to a very kind of aggressive and you know practical consistent yeah. extent but yeah so for me that's the biggest thing is i call this a vibrational routine which is mm -hmm. i look at all my clients and i always look at what routine do they practice like like their mental routine almost and for me it's i help them realize like wow hey you're not really practicing these principles these spiritual yeah. principles that you're learning about directly and so a lot of times sometimes it's just that like literally practicing it practicing the tools or whatever directly but for me it's all about helping them achieve a happy or internal state mm -hmm. um, so everything i do revolves around that and once they achieve that then they are very productive they're very everything else start coming once they achieve happiness in my scientific experiments over here <laughs> that's that's beautiful that's beautiful yeah. so i think we're aligned on the thought and belief that they have to make the progress yeah. themselves yeah but also the but also kind of realizing like uh when people ask me like how do they practice appreciation i'm like mm -hmm. what do you mean how do you practice appreciation like look it up google it or whatever yeah. like and i'm, yeah. I'm, and I'm not talking about like clients i'm just talking about like just people like dm yes. or whatever like yes like this like yeah yeah you know yeah like just like you have to do the work oh yeah. yeah the work is not optional no you know and you're you actually articulated your journey so beautifully andy that i know how much work was involved in getting you from back to that because i don't know if you know but i was also very very shy Hey, I really can relate to that. Like really can relate. Yes. To that. Yes. Like painfully, like probably. Painfully. Yes. Super. Yes. Like, cause I was in India. I was in India. If I were in America, it might have been considered social anxiety. 
you know, but in India, like there was no name. No. Like, yeah. It, 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 it feels like, Oh, you're just weak. You're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. or something, yeah. you know? And, yeah. um, but can I quickly just start in the podcast? Um, but mm-hmm. can I just quickly, we should have done this maybe more in the beginning, but what's your story real quick, mm-hmm. as far as like, just like a quick, um, whether that's your story of being in India or mm-hmm. being an immigrant or being, or, you know, obviously I know you're doing amazing big things with your media groups and also, uh, apps and mm-hmm. just, but also just kind of in the line of like following your passion, but maybe mm-hmm. with business or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, no, totally. Totally. That's very fitting. I'm Indian. So I moved from India to Malaysia to the United States at nine with my family. Uh, So my family is here and we've all been together. Basically, I was a very uh, traditional, you know, good Indian kid, you know, did what the parents said, you know, very good, uh, you know, kid very good kid in the community, you know, so it was always like, be like Shinjini, Shinjini is awesome, Shinjini speaks her language, so I speak Bengali. And so I think when you're that uh, perfect, perfect, mm-hmm. right, I think sometimes uh, you have this thing of like, is this it? This is all I am. I'm sort of this perfect child. Like, what do I want to do? You know, and so for me, uh, that question came after graduating from Georgia Tech, you know, and having industrial engineering degree and uh, doing the things that everybody was uh, so happy with. Andy, you know, I was working at one of the best companies in the world, Deloitte. You know, I was getting a lot of money, uh, technology consulting. Everybody was so happy about me and for me, but probably I wasn't that happy, Andy, you know? And I think for me, that was when everything changed. And then I realized that, you know, all my life, um, what have I really had that's my own? You know, so it's always like working for some guy. It's not mine. I'm still an employee. I don't own the company. Uh, I have a very competitive public speaking background, but I'm not really even speaking here at this company. Like what, what is mine? You know, is the dream is not really mine. The voice is not mine. The company is not mine. Nothing was mine. And that really bothered me, you know? So at 24, I, uh, I left. I left a digital marketing job. Mm-hmm. At 23, I left uh, the Deloitte job. Mm-hmm. And I said that uh, I'm, I'm just, uh, just going to do this, you know, because I think for me also growing up, I was very influenced by Bollywood, you know, so very influenced by Indian culture and movies and everything. And even in America, it's like there's still a huge lack of people of color anywhere, you know, in magazines and movies and in anything you know and our stories are often missing you know and then in politics we're also not that visible i mean asian americans in american politics is a like it's really bad right like in terms of the numbers and everything so uh, for me i like speak and everything so i i thought that maybe this is my calling you know in the media you know to be a voice for underrepresented people, unrepresented people. And what really bothered me, Andy, was this thing of like, there's no positive content. Like there's no positive uplifting content led by a woman who's not an actress or, you know, dancer or whatever, you know, like where is the engineer, you know, who has a voice because I wanted girls, especially to look up to someone and say, Oh, she has a very high level educational degree you know she has a master she has because i still want to you know study more so because i I firmly believe i'm one of the most academically talented people that you can find like i'm I'm a really good student 
all my test scores, everything's really good. So it's like in the media, there's not a whole lot of examples like that who are also popular. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Either you're a singer and you're really popular, but like you dropped out of high school, right? Or you're a super nerd at NASA who no one knows about. Okay. Do you see what I'm saying? Oh, man. Or maybe you're, you're a super nerd, but like no one really likes you because you're an asshole. You see what I'm saying? So like it just became very hard to find an example of a woman who has a professional degree, who's smart, who's able to connect with everybody, uh, and who also inspires others to be positive, to be their best self. So I, I still remember one day I was like coming out, I said, man, where is she? Because I really want to look up to her. And then I remember like looking in the mirror going, she's there. This is, it's me. It's, it's me. Thank you, God. Like I found my calling. Literally, I remember that day, Andy, because, and, and that's like, that's, that is what motivated me to leave the second job and to start the company. Because I knew the minute I saw that vision, because maybe you can say that that was a spiritual, oh my you know, calling, calling is a calling. Yeah. You know, that's when I'm like, man, I'm a speaker. I'm a this. I really think this is my calling. Because my, my problem, Mindy, was as a speaker, you know, I didn't want to speak about something that other people wanted me to speak about. You see what I'm saying? So if I had just come into the media like an actress or whatever, like it would be like, here's your dialogues. Just say it. You see what I'm saying? Whereas today, I fully control my brand. You know, we're at half a million plus followers across my social media platform, 7 million plus views, uh, go-getters. I mean, everything is mine. Like all the media is mine. All the television interviews is my content. Uh, all the magazine covers is my content. Like I'm controlling everything, you know, which is actually very rare in the media, you know? And so uh, that was the day that I found my calling. And, and it was it was just so clear to me because I'm like I'm a dancer I'm a singer I'm an actress like I've been doing this stuff my whole life you know I'm an engineer and even then as a child you know people would say like oh you're an engineer you're a actress like you do so many things and I'm like yeah yeah I do but I think that day was the day when I realized wow um, this could all be professional you know because in the Asian and Indian communities it's like oh you're a speaker that's cute you're a dancer, that's cute. But like today, I mean, I'm already a professional speaker and in some more time, I'm going to be a professional dancer. So when I do my like tours and shows and everything, and let's say there's a dance, people are paying to watch me dance, you know? So I want to be a professional dancer. And it's like, I want to show other, especially Asian go-getters that if you go get your goal, you can monetize anything. You can monetize being a gamer. You can monetize being a YouTuber. You can monetize being a um, fashion designer because Asian people have a lot of interests and a lot of passions, which are always discouraged because uh, it's not good enough and it's not smart enough. And um, dance, that's stupid. You know, you, you want to write a book, that's stupid. You know, so I really want to show, especially Asians, that like, yes, I'm an engineer, but I chose a different path. And, and guess what? I'm, I'm making it work. And it's beautiful. You know what I mean? Because I really think these are conversations that are completely missing in the media. I mean, if I want to get an inspiration from an Asian something, like who, who do I look at? I mean, you know? Wow. Uh, well, first of all, I just want to say, like, so you're just being yourself, right? So I think, yeah. so, yeah. Even though, you know, whoever it is, immigrants, minorities, whoever it is, it's like, wow. 
so I, it always felt like, okay, you need to like kind of be like everyone else, all no, successful no, people. But no. now it's like realizing you don't need to try to, uh, like you said, like change yourself to be like someone else that other people want you to be like, yeah, right? Yeah. It's just so actually the complete opposite. When you're building a personal brand, yeah. it's like, you know, like, you, wow, that just totally clicked with me. Like you were yeah. saying, like you were saying how, you know, you wanted to show off blah, blah, blah. But it's like, you're doing that just by being yourself. Like, yeah. you know, you're showing off what, it, you know, someone who has been academic, but mm-hmm. was also now dancing and also a minority or whatever, just by being yourself. Right. Yes. And, yes. and, and like, yes. um, the other thing I wanted to, um, to add to that. So I, what really clicked also was just kind of realizing that, wow, like probably 95, 99% of, the media that most people consume and all the celebrities and mm-hmm. the famous people that people know they're most I just realized you're right like they're mostly just famous people that everyone know and mm-hmm. and you know they're speaking their opinion on whatever right but but you know what about people like me or you or whoever right like like it's we have so much more, uh, valuable things to share as well yeah. but it's like getting wow now with the power of personal brand in mm-hmm. the internet the age mm-hmm. of the internet mm-hmm. anyone can just be themselves and right. excel at it because right. there's no one that can replace Ch- yeah. uh, Shijini or andy or yes. whoever right like mm-hmm. so yes. wow well never- and also i just i just want to say this uh, i just want to add a clarification most of the famous people that we know um, are good at their job, right? So they're good actresses or they're good uh, singers. But between you and me, Andy, I don't think, and I'm saying this very honestly, I'm not, I'm not biased. I'm saying this very honestly. I don't think a lot of them have great personal brands. Let me explain. Wow. Yeah, let me explain. So I might really love a singer, but aside from her songs, I don't really know who she is. Oh, wow. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like I'm dancing to our songs. Yeah, it's great. But like a, a personal brand, whether you want to say celebrity brand or like it grows based on who you are and, and what you share with the world. You see what I'm saying? So me just like writing random songs, like, yeah, that's cool. But like, who are you? Like, who are you? You see what I'm saying? Can I, can, uh, something I, um, I want to understand is, I feel like a personal brand, maybe I don't understand the exact definition of it, but I feel like a personal brand, if you try too hard to be a personal brand, then it doesn't work. But when you're, but when you're just living your passion and giving and serving or whatever, whatever it is that you're doing, it's almost like indirectly, but it's like indirectly, but it's the most direct way to build your personal brand or correct. Correct. So well, yeah. and I think I, um, I, I think I reverse engineered that, you know, because in the beginning, like I was discovered on Twitter and, and put on television, you know, like, like almost overnight. From Twitter? Yes. Holy yes. crap. Yes. That's what yes. I want to do. Like, how do you know? <laughs> I know it was crazy. It was crazy. And, and, you know, cause I think they saw already yeah. like, she's different, you know, she's younger. Yeah. She's you know, not white, you know, there's a lot of things. Yeah. And so um, I went on television and Sam, I was talking about, you know, um, uh, how to be a go-getter, you know, the girls should code and everything. And it's like, that's great. But I think at the end of those eight interviews, you know, I really, you know, asked myself like, okay, but like, where am I in this? You, you see what I'm saying? So if I'm a singer, right, I'm a famous singer and I'm singing, I want the songs to be a part of my life. 
And you'll see this, Andy, if you look on Instagram, you look at this, the most famous, famous celebrities share the most about themselves. Mark my words. Okay, well, my, in my head, I'm like, okay, in my podcast, the main thing I do is I teach people direct principles, right? I literally yeah. just, yeah. it's very value-based. It's yes. literally like all about giving people value. But, and so in my head, I'm like thinking, well, if I tell a personal story, people are going to get bored or they're not going to no. care. Or No, 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 no. Basically, your story, Andy, is not that you're just sharing a personal story. Your story is that you're sharing that you had depression and that you found tools and ways to not even cope, but to successfully come out of it and grow as an individual. You know, to me, that's not an irrelevant, boring story. In fact, that's super inspiring. And um, that's very relevant, you know, to the struggles that they're going through, your clients are going through. Well, you see what I'm saying? Okay. So for me, it's mm -hmm. not just sharing random stories, because yes, maybe that's boring, but it's about sharing stories that directly connect your audience to where they want to be. You see what I'm saying? Because mm. right now, Andy, as a happy, positive, confident man, you are the goal for your clients, right? Your clients want to be happy, confident, positive people, yeah. right? But the challenge they're having now is that they're depressed, mm -hmm. right? Or they're having a lot of negative uh, thoughts, mm -hmm. right? Maybe they have some childhood trauma or all of the above. So you're coming in and, and of course, giving them the tools and this and that. But I would also absolutely talk about your story, you know, and say that I went through it. And, and here I am, you know, so I am uh, inspiration that it is possible for you. you know? What if, so with my podcast, you know, some of my best episodes where I talk about some of my darkest moments or whatever, they're kind of, they're kind of, you know, lost, I feel like in the yeah. podcast abyss. So yeah. how do you continue, like, okay, you know, let's say I continue to do podcasting four or five years down the road. How do you continue telling that a story? without being boring it's, it's, it's about themes andy it's about themes so if i were you i would pick up some themes so it's not about the content it's about the theme you see so a theme could be depression you know that i was depressed that's a theme right mm -hmm. uh, another theme is growth right that i was depressed mm -hmm. and then i grew from that mm -hmm. and here i am right mm -hmm. so like for me if you notice uh, a constant theme is immigration Right. And that will never change because that's a part of who I am. Right. Mm -hmm. I support immigrants. I stand for all immigrants. I am an immigrant. Right. So immigrant, everything. So, so think about that. Like immigrant, where does that go to? That can be immigrant business owners, immigrant um, uh, first time mothers, uh, immigrant fathers, uh, immigrant sisters. So like this one immigrant, now you have so many different content verticals. So do you not think that if I publish an article on being an immigrant business owner, do you not think that that article will be shared by other immigrant business owners okay. who are going to say, oh my God, I finally feel seen. I'm a go-getter. 100%. Okay. And mm, what so for you, it's less about the specifics and it's more about the theme, the theme, the theme. So like for me, my content you mm -hmm. evidently see that one of the themes mm -hmm. uh, is person of color mm -hmm. you know because in the media you and i are both really unique mm -hmm. right we're different mm -hmm. you know everybody else mostly white we're asian it's different 
you know, so I'm always talking about that and saying we have a lot of barriers to break down. Here's what you can do as a go-getter. Here's what you can do as a go-getter. You can go get your goals. We're not equal, but we can get there. We can make it. You see what I'm saying? So there are some themes, but you'll see that I don't talk about some stuff also. You know, I, I, I don't explicitly uh, bring up politics. You know, I'll bring up some issues, but I'm not like out here mm. fighting. <laughs> some people are, you know, um, I'm not uh, cursing on Twitter. I'm not. Um, okay. You see what I'm saying? Like there are some things that I don't do. So, so yeah. that's on purpose, right? Because yeah. I'm, I'm going to build okay. a brand around certain themes and then okay. certain things I don't talk about. Like okay. Chick-fil-A, if you know Chick-fil-A. Yeah. You know yeah. Chick-fil-A. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I know all they that. They don't yeah. sell fish. Yeah. They don't sell fish. So if I go in there, I know that I'm expecting oh. chicken goods, right? Not fish oh, okay. and not beef. I know that. I'm not going to walk into Chick-fil-A okay. expecting beef, right? So for wow. me, that's how I'm like, wow. yeah. like go get her. You're not going to see negativity. You're not going to see me pulling down other people. Um, you're not going to see me shame you because you're not a go-getter, right? You suck. You're never getting your goals. You're hopeless. Yeah. I'll, I'll never say that, right? Yeah. Or uh, you're a loser. Gotcha. Okay. I'm never going to say that. Wow. That's not the brand. The brand is like, you're in poverty. Let's get you your first job. Wow. Okay? You yeah. make $1 an hour. Let's get yeah. you to $5 an hour. Yeah. Like okay. the brand is centered on growth. Yeah. I'm not judging you for where you are. Gotcha. I'm just asking you to grow to the next level. Okay. okay. Now, um, we got to get going here. But yeah. two last questions. And this yeah. is a lot more personal questions. Can you mm-hmm. define for me? Just kind of in our context, what what's how do you define business and how do you define brand or personal brand? Sure, um, business is your uh, is your uh, revenue generator. You know, so like what what are you selling? You know, so are you selling like you said? Are you selling yoga classes? You're selling oh, merchandise. Okay. Okay. You know, you're selling like what are you selling? So you know, so, I think- so social media will be a part of the business lead gen lead gen. So it's part of the business. It's part of the business, yes. So yes. business is strictly about the, the, the service or product? Or well, the- I mean, social media, I know for me, uh, Andy. Well, is- I understand. Yeah, it's part. It- yeah, totally, totally. It's, it's a part of your business. Uh, it's where your customers live, right? Your customers are living on social media. So absolutely, you need to be on social media. But um, for me, I would call social media a business building tool. Mm. I don't believe that social media is my business. Okay. Does that make sense? Okay. No. Uh, yeah. No, okay. Because, you know, like right now, I'm asking them to uh, follow me on all the different platforms. I'm asking them to uh, buy my memoir at 26. It's called Unapologetically Shinjini. I'm asking them if they want to do a consultation with me. So, again, it's not that it's a business it's that uh it is a driver for business yeah okay okay um Um, and the personal brand is is my story i'm an immigrant Uh, i didn't feel like i belonged in america for the longest time uh i i and ultimately that i am creating something out of rejection that's that's my story you know so so with Mm chick-fil-a so their brands they're not a personal brand but no. I'm trying to find a connection between personal brand. brand is a human being. I know, I understand, but like, okay, so the, but what is so what is the difference between a business brand and a personal brand as far as other than the, like, is it just their story? Is it 
what it's is a product a... so a, a business brand is advertising a product or service oh okay a personal brand is advertising an emotion so today even today when people see my picture or my face or my handle yeah, yeah. immediately they're triggered with positive energy oh. so i am a representation of positive energy of growth of women power you see so like mm. as a human being i'm evoking feelings oh my oh my gosh thank you that's it that's it that's all it is that's it. um but yeah, man like when you look at me you're not like wow um ebook like no yeah. probably not okay. you know okay. but if you look at chick-fil-a you're like oh chicken sandwiches and nuggets got it gotcha now but here's the thing if you look at me and you're like i love what you stand for because i get that a lot and they're like i love what you stand for positive energy women empowerment blah, blah, blah. i'm gonna buy your book you see hmm. what i'm saying i'm gonna buy your memoir so like absolutely your wow. personal brand is a vehicle for sales and your personal brand is a vehicle for business oh my but God. i don't consider me a business okay oh my i totally see it now i just yeah. totally connected yeah. everything yeah. like it's hard it's hard to wow. see the connection Wow. Because, and, and, and that's what I'm get, trying to get to you uh, about, Andy, is that a lot of the celebrities that you and I both know and, and maybe even like, yeah. uh, I don't think they have a great personal brand. No. The point is, they are good singers, right? Or they're good dancers or they're good actresses. But beyond that, what do you really know about certain names? Okay. Do you wow. see what I'm saying? Yeah, so they have like the business. They as far as they sell services or right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their services so, are their songs. Right? Oh, song. okay. Oh my gosh, that just clicked because I I never truly understood the difference between business versus personal uh, yeah. brand, like business brand, like. But you can do both. Like all entities can do both technically, right? You can do both. Yes, you can do both. I mean, I, I think it's hard to do both. Well, I, I mean, hard. I mean, but I'm just talking about like okay a business can do more of uh you know adding in more emotions and story, story emotion yes. but but yes. someone like me yes. I, you know I, I don't even have a product i mean i yes. coach people i don't even push the fact that i coach people right like yeah. so like because you know i have a course i dropped it for free that could have been my yeah. product but i yeah. said fuck it like yeah, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. and so I realized, okay, I kind of had the personal brand working side of it. Uh, the personal yeah. brand is working a little bit just because people yeah. follow my podcast, and yeah. story, blah, blah, blah. Now, but I realized, oh, but okay. But there's also just kind of like a, from the business side of it, just selling, you know, u- useful products or whatever yes. is actually going to help me take everything further. So, Correct. okay, Correct. okay. You do both. Yeah. You do both. Yeah. Uh, I think it's very possible to do both. Uh, I think it's very important to do both. Uh, I think at some point you have to choose who you are. So I think for me, um, I'm very oh, much. Oh my god! Business that clicked so hard. Oh yeah. my god! Like, like, let, let me let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. If Chick Fil A today says we're gonna be a personal brand, like that's gonna be a stretch. Yeah. No. Because you know? they're like chicken. You know. But like, that's what I'm saying. Like today, if I say, Andy, I'm a business, yeah. then that's going to be a stretch because I'm a person, mm. not an entity. Okay. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, cause no, trust me, I had to, I had to learn this the hard way mm-hmm. because in the beginning and when I, you know, I had the company, everything, I was like trying to sell, you know, here's my book, here's my, this, like no one cared. Yeah. No one cared, yeah. you know, because they want to know who I am. Right. 
Today, Andy, we're almost going to reach 700 downloads, paid downloads of my memoir at 26. Right? That's a lot because people finally feel like they know my story. They know who I am and they want to read more. You see what I'm saying? Whereas before I was really like pushing uh, everything, you know, to them. It's like buy the book, uh, buy my memoir, um, buy the consult, buy the this. And it was getting so exhausting you know but now because i'm sharing so much of who i am right i'm an immigrant i'm a i'm a person of color you know i'm building this media company with no connections yes no connections yeah nothing so they feel like wow i can also uh, do my dream on my own i'm gonna read this book to be on a so yeah so what is the difference as far as like what makes someone care about you like you know mm-hmm. like to to even have an emotional reaction or to relate with you uh, like um, what? yeah i think i think you're giving them solutions so i know for me the it's value like, okay the value yeah. you're providing them yes. is is yeah. in turn building that rapport that relationship correct okay because, yeah 100 because i think for me you know it's like what are my people going through they're just not really energized. They feel like they're living someone else's life. Yeah. They feel like they're not aligned with who they are. And then my answer is, it's because you're not a go-getter. You're not going and getting your goals. You're not aligned with who you are. You don't understand your passions. You've never taken time to reflect on yourself. You're always trying to chase. You're always trying to look at what other people are doing. You have no self-awareness, mm-hmm. right? So instead of that, go within, become a go-getter, make a list of goals, go get them. Wow. And you blew my mind in business in so many ways. Like just even talking about, I just realized like when you talk about the whole business or picture, yeah. I just realized, wow. Okay. So my thing is kind of like just the creating of the content and like all yeah. that. I know what I'm good at. And then I just now yeah, yeah. realize like, wow, that doesn't mean I have to exactly do everything else. Like as far yeah. as, you know, you mentioned hiring specific people or whatever, but anyways, Thank you for coming on the podcast now. What are you working on? What, what, where can people find you? All mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So right now, Andy, I am on a sales you know, grind. I definitely want to make sure more people read my story. And you know, as an immigrant, as a go-getter, as someone who is building everything from scratch, my memoir at 26 is called Unapologetically Shinjini. It's my ebook. Uh, it's doing really well. So I'm really trying to amp that up because I, I really want as many go-getters following me, like on Twitter, I have almost 150,000. LinkedIn, I have almost 40,000. Um, Instagram, I have almost 20,000. So there's a lot of people. Facebook is 200,000 plus. So I want as many of those go-getters to read my story because they need to know where I've come from, right? As, like you, like very shy, worked on it, became a public speaker. Like now I'm like traveling all over the world, doing keynotes on tech, digital entrepreneurship, working with the US Department of State. And I'm, I don't have any role models. Like I am my own role model. There's no one who I can look up to and say, that's her. Cause either the woman is really smart, but she has no tech background, right? Or she has a tech background, but she doesn't really speak. Like there's always something missing, right? Or um, she's really famous, but she doesn't have a degree you know, or like very successful businesswoman, but no degree. So it, it's just really hard. And my favorite, um, a lot of the celebrities today, uh, Andy, they don't, they don't do everything. So they'll start a company, but like other people will run that company. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Whereas for me, like everything that I just told you, like I'm self-taught. Wow. 
like this is my company this is my business i'm growing everything i'm the ceo i'm the that's actually unique for any female founded business because i'm seeing a lot of women in the media especially like who have you know a lot of money a lot of connections they're actresses or whatever they're starting companies and then they're just leaving them you know they're becoming chief creative officers they're becoming this they're becoming that and uh it's like because i want to see a woman start a company right and then stay on as ceo you see what i'm saying like i don't want her to hire some guy Mm-hmm. or like leave or what you know so like it's it's really hard for me to find a role model is what i'm saying so i believe that by just existing and growing my media company because already we're super growing uh, everything revenue wise reach wise i mean you you can see that online i don't have to tell you you know go-getters are really responding to my content uh, i really feel like i am holding space for other women who are like me and 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 just other go-getters uh, to come up, you know, it's like, come on, let's come up, let's go, you know, so, yeah, so, oh, and uh, where can you find me, Speaker Shinjini, so I'm S-P-E-A-K-E-R-S-H-I-N-J-I-N-I on LinkedIn, Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. Okay, I'll add that, everything yeah. will be in the description yeah. below, okay, so thank you everyone for listening.